everyone. What is up? My name is Tony McGeehee, and you're listening to Emerging Entrepreneurs, a podcast made by an entrepreneur for entrepreneurs. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's get started. Welcome back to Emerging Entrepreneurs. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome home. I've got a great guest for you guys today. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Alina Pham is a good friend of mine who attends the University of Central Florida with me here in Orlando, Florida. Alina is studying biomedical science and is entering her senior year. In this episode, Alina and I dive into her involvement with an organization on campus called Hearts for the Homeless, where she serves as the president. Alina also founded a chapter of Hearts for the Homeless at the University of South Florida in Tampa, Florida. Alina talks about her experience with the homeless community and the impact working with them has had on her personal life. You can connect with Hearts for the Homeless on Instagram at H4H Orlando and on Facebook by searching Hearts for the Homeless Orlando. Please go follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Emerging Entrepreneurs Podcast. Also, please leave a review and subscribe on iTunes and share the podcast with your friends. And without further ado, let's jump right in. Welcome back to Emerging Entrepreneurs, everyone. Today, I'm here with one of my good friends, Alina Pham. She is the president of a student organization called Hearts for the Homeless here at UCF, and she also helped start a chapter of Hearts for the Homeless over at the University of Tampa, I believe it was. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, So, Alina, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for doing this with me. (laughs) I'm glad to be here. Great. So just to start out, um, just go ahead and tell the audience a little bit about yourself and then talk a little bit about Hearts for the Homeless. Just give a little uh, brief background about it. Um, So, you know, the people listening who might not know what that is, they can kind of get an idea of what you guys do. Okay. Um, So to start off, like you said, my name is Elena Pham. I am a senior at the University of Central Florida. I'm a biomedical science major. And so, uh, growing up, I always had an interest in the medical field, uh, just because of lifelong illnesses, um, from my family. Like, my mother had schizophrenia, and then my dad had chronic health problems, cardiac problems, same with my grandfather. And so, I was always in and out of hospital, and I knew what it was like to be helpless, and to grow up with not a lot even though like I was very fortunate but I knew how hard it was um, going through those tough times and so when I came across these food shares at UCF it was daily dinners um, for the homeless community in downtown Orlando and I fell in love with it and I loved it so much I wanted to do more and so basically Hearts for the Homeless kind of combines the best of both worlds you're helping the homeless and then also having that uh, health, health medical aspect in it and that's how I got involved and I started off as a director under the previous president and from there I became president and founded my own chapter at the University of South Florida in Tampa because they also had a large homeless population. Nice. So how did you get connected with Hearts for the Homeless because I know you didn't start it at UCF, correct? Correct. Okay, so how did you, how'd you get connected with uh, Hearts for the Homeless in the first place? Um, I started going to their meetings, started feeling out what they were doing, and I came up with ideas to improve the organization, and the president loved it. 
he took me under his wing, kind of uh, raised me and told me um, what to do, how I can help out any way possible. And from there, I just started getting more and more involved. And that's kind of, it kind of paved my path to becoming president myself. I started going to conferences. For example, I went to the Clinton Global Initiative um, University. It's a worldwide conference that brings about a bunch of student leaders to talk about global challenges. And so one of the challenges that I brought to the conference was the homeless population and their lack of resources to um, their lack of health resources. So for the people who don't know what Hearts for the Homeless is, um, kind of day-to-day operations for you guys, what do you, what do you guys do and what services do you provide? Right. So we go to downtown Orlando once a week to offer blood pressure screenings because, um, out there there's a, a huge stigma involved around helping the homeless. And so, Not only can they not help themselves, no one else is willing to help them. So that's where we come in. And a lot of them aren't aware of their heart problems because heart disease is actually one of the leading killers in the homeless population. And what we do is we provide these opportunities for them to stay on track of their health. And if they have any questions, we can provide information, we educate them. And for anyone who has high blood pressure or is concerned about their health, we direct them to these free clinics that we partner with. Because the thing is, a lot of free clinics, um, the patients that they accept, you have to make a certain salary or you have to have an address. And of course, um, they don't have either of those. And so what we do is we find the clinics that will actually uh, take them in and treat them and we partner with them and we provide them directions on how to get there and any other questions they may ask. Gotcha. So I know I've been a good friend of yours for a couple of years now since we started at UCF, but for the people listening who don't know, uh, what are you studying, studying here at UCF and how does that relate to what you're doing with Hearts for the Homeless and what you want to do after graduation? <laughs> so... I'm studying biomedical sciences. I do want to become a doctor after graduating UCF, specifically a cardiologist, which pretty much goes in hand in hand with what I'm doing right now. I've shadowed multiple pediatric cardiologists. Um, I'm actually recently gotten to a research lab dealing with cardiovascular disease and metabolism. And so I really want to study the heart essentially, and how we can decrease or prevent heart disease, so to say, such as like atherosclerosis and um, stroke, heart attack, etc. Gotcha. It's really incredible what you're doing, so um, really commend you on that. Now, with Hearts for the Homeless, what are some of the initiatives that you guys um, kind of take part in or kind of what are you, what are the future plans for Hearts for the Homeless? Mm-hmm. So I can start off by talking about our current projects. Um, we, in addition to the weekly screenings, we hold donation drives for clothes, shoes, blankets, etc. We are currently partnering with another organization to provide feminine hygiene products because that too can relate to your health. They'll prevent UTIs, infections. We also donate dental um, 
hygiene products, so toothbrush, toothpaste, and we partner up with some engineers at UCF as well, so pre-dental and engineers, because the engineers started 3D printing toothbrush caps for those toothbrushes. And so, because you need to take care of oral hygiene as well, because all that bacteria in your mouth, once um, you have all of that there, it can obviously go into your body, and from there lead to more health problems. And so that's another um, area that we work with. Another thing is there's a new downtown campus coming for UCF, and we are currently in the works of planning with the director of the downtown campus to install uh, vegetable and fruit gardens and trees. That way, once we screen these patients or screen these homeless people, we can actually provide them a way of improving their health um, and their lifestyle by giving them the fruit harvested from those trees. And since it's in the downtown UCF campus, it'll be right down the street from where we screen them. So that's another initiative we are very, very excited and looking forward to. Um, I'm trying to think what else. It kind of varies. as the years grow, as the years go on, we definitely expand what we're able to do, especially as more members join. Um, last year, for example, when Hurricane Irma hit Florida, it was a huge deal, and we knew that we had to do something for the homeless community because there there were homeless people who had no idea that the hurricane was coming. It was the size of Florida. They're out there in the streets. They were unprotected, not safe at all, and they were in danger. And so we had members walk throughout the streets of downtown, and we would alert them of the incoming threat and direct them to um, safe shelter. And so we do, hopefully, we don't have to keep doing disaster relief efforts, but that is one of the things that we do. Overall, it's whatever we can do to help them. That's really cool. So you talked about starting the helping start the chapter at the University of South Florida over in Tampa. Mm-hmm. So how did that come about, and you know who did you connect with there at uh, USF to to get that started? Right. So um, when I mentioned that I went to the Clinton Foundation conference, um, everyone was talking about how it was a great idea, and they would love to see that modeled in a different cities. And so I, along with my other friends started reaching out to anyone who went to the major uh, Florida schools, such as USF, UF, FSU, and we partnered with primarily pre-health students who were interested in our organization, our mission, and from there, we worked from the bottom up, finding the partners again, finding the volunteers, and uh, pretty much start to finish <laughs> yeah. do you have any plans or um to open any more chapters in the schools you said you looked at uf and fsu and other schools like that is there anything in the works for those schools yeah so all the florida schools are actually done we're in tampa um tallahassee miami uh here in orlando and gainesville and so we're actually looking to expand north and west So we have a few options in Texas. We have a few options in New York, um, North Carolina, and we actually already have some up in Brazil. So technically, Hearts for the Homeless is going international. There's 
five chapters in five different cities in Brazil, including Sao Paulo. And um, there has been a possible uh, expansion in the works for Beirut. Um, That's from one of our members. Because we we have a lot of members from a lot of places, and so they love the idea, and they would love to bring this model elsewhere, and so... We're definitely um, looking into other places. Gotcha. So what does that process look like for you guys when you're trying to expand into different states or even internationally? Um, Is there members at the national level who will go back to their home countries and home cities and they start it there themselves? Or how do you guys reach out and and get those chapters started? Right. So it does start off slowly. Um, It's networking, seeing if it's even possible, if it's viable, if it'll be able to be maintained. And then once we settle that, then yes, we do travel to those cities, countries, etc. One of our members traveled to Nicaragua on a mission trip to start one. And our current officer, she's the one who traveled to Brazil because it's, it is her native country, and so mm-hmm. it was um, nice that she got to travel there and install the model there. And with all these different expansions and different cities coming about, we have to have um, an international chapter overseeing it all, just to make sure everyone yeah. is in check, everything's maintained, and we have um, a way to distribute all of our supplies, so to say. Gotcha. So you mentioned earlier um, that, you know, homeless people can't, a lot of homeless people can't take care of themselves and other people aren't willing to. So after working with the homeless for a while, what's something that you've learned about uh, the homeless community and something that's kind of opened your eyes about them that you wouldn't have really known or experienced otherwise? Yeah, so I think I'll be going on my fourth year of working with the homeless because I worked with them before I even joined this organization, before I became president. Um, I learned that 10% of the population are veterans, which is a very sad statistic. I learned that a lot of the time they came into their situation, obviously not by choice. Everyone thinks that they did this to themselves, it's their fault, but it's a lot of external and situational factors that played a part in their lifestyle. It's loss of family members, it's loss of jobs, getting laid off, it's having to pay medical bills over rent and food. And so they have they really have to prioritize what they need to do in order to survive. And it's crazy what they have to go through and the not just physical struggles, but the mental and emotional struggles that they go to. And what I love about seeing them every week is that they trust us and they come and talk to us like they're normal human beings. They are normal human beings, and I feel like not a lot of people know that. They don't give them a chance. And so with our organization, I love that we're able not to educate about heart health, but also about the homeless situation itself. Gotcha. So on top of that, what are what are a few things that you wish people knew um, or, you know, preconceived notions that people didn't make about the homeless community before actually, you know, meeting them and, and maybe working alongside with them? 
So the most common um, notion that people have of the homeless is that they'll take your money and spend it on whatever else that they essentially don't do anything. But after volunteering with us and seeing what they do, you see that there are individuals who walk over 10 to 20 miles a day. They take transportation. They do what they can to find jobs. They are some of the most hardworking people and the sweetest, most mannered people that I have ever met. And it's a it's a large diversity down there. It's downtown Orlando. You get people of all different um, ages, uh, male, female. There, there are some kids. Sadly, I've seen some kids um, down there. I've seen some teenagers, people who just moved in from different states, different countries. They have nowhere to go, and it's just really eye-opening. Yeah, for sure. So with helping out with Hearts for the Homeless, is it only students that can help out, or can adults from, from really anywhere um, help out with your guys' organization? For this one specifically, since it's a um, student organization, it's the undergraduate and graduate students at the university, same with the other chapters we opened up, but there are chapters who aren't school affiliated, such as like our international ones at Brazil. Anyone can volunteer for that, the adults can. Um, And then we do get support and help from people who are not students because we are a nonprofit, and so we um, thrive off of donations. Um, Bomba Socks, they were, um, they're a company who premiered off of Shark Tank, mm-hmm. and they have these antimicrobial socks that if anyone buys one pair of socks, they donate a pair to the homeless, and so we essentially get cases on cases of socks from Bombas, wow. and it's amazing because um, these socks are very very well-made, very good material, and they prevent fungal infections for the homeless because when you're out there and unprotected in the weather, your feet get wet, you're very susceptible to infection. And so that was another amazing thing. And so there are other ways to get involved, even if you're not a student. Gotcha. So that leads me to my next question. Um, For anybody listening, how can we best connect with Hearts for the Homeless and help support what you guys are doing. So we have an official Facebook page. We are on Instagram, different social medias. We have um, a website in the works. Um, I won't, like, say the website URL or anything. Mm -hmm. And then um, if you're at any of the local or any of the school chapters, the university chapters, everyone has a sort of student organization site where you can look us up and email us for information, um, find out how to volunteer or go to events. I think that about covers it. Okay, (laughs) perfect. So I have one last question for you, but before I ask that, um, just want to take a sec to tell you how much I appreciate what you're doing. Um, not a lot of people out there who work who work with the homeless. You know, we talked about some of the preconceived notions and misconceptions that people have. And so what uh, you and what Hearts for the Homeless does is, is really incredible that you guys help them out. Um, so I, I really appreciate you for doing that. I think it's really great what you guys are doing. 
And so my last question for you, I know you know what it is, but um, so, so I'll skip the, the whole spiel about it. But what are your three truths? So my three truths, I remember I said them before. Let's see if my first truth would be that you're never alone. Um, you'll always find your way somehow with the help of friends, family, peers, anyone. That's how I got to be where I am today and I wouldn't have changed it for the world so you're never alone you always to be successful you have to find your village pretty much um another one is that you really need to find your passions and then do something about it because if you're not willing to act on what you care about the most then is it really your passion and so I found my passion with hearts for the homeless with um, helping just the community and also my, my passion with medicine and combining them both. And my third truth is I really love my friends and family. Gotcha. All right, perfect. Thank you so much, Alina. Really appreciate you joining me on the show today. Guys, we'll catch you on the next episode. you guys enjoyed learning about this organization and alina as much as i did make sure to go follow hearts for the homeless on instagram and facebook make sure to share this episode with your friends again follow us on facebook and instagram at emerging entrepreneurs podcast and leave a review on itunes and hit that subscribe button to know exactly when each episode is posted thanks for tuning in and i'll see you on the next episode